everyone. Welcome back to the How to Podcast series. I have a fellow podcaster here with me, and it makes me all warm inside because I get to talk to another podcaster who's doing great things. Elizabeth is here with us today. We're going to be talking about her podcast, her journey. Um, she loves Star Trek. Maybe even go there. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, right? Right? <laughs> right? So uh, Elizabeth Burroughs is on, and uh, lifeeditproject.com is the website. Awesome website, by the way. Elizabeth, welcome to the How to Podcast series as my co-host. Yay! I'm so excited to be here. Thanks, Dave. I'm so glad that we have connected. Um, So to the listeners, what y'all don't know is that this is really just our second conversation together. But the first one was so amazing. (laughs) We had so much fun um, that I have to remember to, to bring myself back to the beginning and not just pick up where we left off. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's one downside of doing a pre-chat is you do have these great conversations, which we don't record. We're just, right. just talking. And again, that's why I make notes. I walk away from our time together and I'm like, what a great person. I'm so, I'm so amazed at how the community of podcasting brings people together who would probably never, ever meet otherwise. Yes. You know what? Okay. I would love to just say that. So I had no, so, okay. To everyone, I am, I still consider myself new to podcasting, um, but I officially have 21 episodes under my belt, which is wild to think of. And I'm really proud of that, by the way. (laughs) Should be, should be, yes. I'm really proud, really proud. So um, I, I decided to start my podcast. It's the Life Edit Project podcast. Um, and I decided to start it to help promote my life coaching business. But also just because I wanted to try podcasting and I love to talk. Talking is one of my favorite things. It's one of my favorite ways to communicate. And apparently, I don't even need to be talking to anybody. I can just talk to myself. (laughs) Yes. And so I decided to try podcasting. And so I was looking forward to like the journey of building that. But what I did not expect, what no one told me is that there's such a thing as a podcast community. I had no idea. I thought, literally, I just thought, that everyone was out there doing their own thing and that people were, oh, this might sound naughty to say, but it's what I'm thinking. I kind of assumed that people were out there using each other for their podcasts and for their platform, right? And that it's this really transactional thing that happens, you know, let me be a guest on your show so that I can push my thing. And, you know, let me charge you so that you can come on my platform and, you know, gain exposure to my audience and blah, 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 blah. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. And I was really pleasantly surprised to find that there is real community around podcasting and podcasters are some of the most generous people that I have come across on the internet, probably in the last decade. And um, they're so generous with their resources and just with sharing their knowledge and pointing people in the right direction and giving feedback. Um, And, and I've, I've joined a couple of different podcast communities and they're all like that. They're all full of people who just want to be helpful. I had no idea. Nobody told me that. 
a good surprise, right? It is. It is. There's something special about it. I don't understand. I don't know. It's just if it's you're right. The people aren't people aren't here to sell you something. The the genuine ones that really right. do care about each other. Right. But I like. I just don't. I don't see it anywhere else. I, I don't. I don't get this feeling from any other interaction. And it's interesting because I'll do posts looking for guest co-hosts like we're doing today. And the first one, one person emailed me like, how much does it cost? I'm like, what do you mean? How much does it cost? <laughs> what are you talking about? You want me to charge you? Like, that feels right. weird. I haven't right. even met you and I'm going to ask you for money. Right. Oh, no, it's no, it's just, I want to connect with you and I want to help support you. And I want people to fall in love with you. So on that topic, let's segue into there. Talk about your podcast. Yeah. I want everybody to come find you and fall in love with your show. Who yeah. is it? What's in it? Everything. Give me everything. Go. Awesome. So my show is called the Life Edit Project Podcast with Elizabeth Burroughs. Yeah. So that's a really long name, right? But I read somewhere well, when I was doing my research that if you add your name as the host into the title of the podcast that it helps with like SEO or something like that. I, I, does it work? I have actually no idea. Hmm. Um, but that's the name of my podcast. But I named the podcast after my business. So my life coaching practice is called The Life Edit Project. And so I decided to make my podcast The Life Edit Project Podcast because that's literally what I'm talking about. And I wanted it to be as easy for people to find as possible. Very smart. Right? Yeah. And what I talk about, so my podcast is really geared towards high achievers, uh, perfectionists, and people who are ambitious but feel overwhelmed by their ambition. Hmm. And I, as a life coach, I'm here to offer tools and techniques and just insights both like with my life coach hat on, but also from the perspective of just a real person, I refer to myself as a recovering perfectionist and a recovering overachiever uh, because that was me. (laughs) And if I'm not careful, I can slip right on back into those tendencies. So I have a lot of just real world insight to offer from the perspective of being that person that is always doing the most and competing with yourself And and also not feeling like you're doing good enough. Um, And I've gotten so much help from what I've learned by being a coach. And I have been able to help so many people with the same kinds of challenges that uh, I I really wanted a different way to reach people. Um, So I'm already on social media and my social media handles are Life Edit Project. Really simple. All one word, of course. And I'm on I'm in all the places, Facebook and Instagram and the Twitter and threads, apparently, and all that, right? Um, so but but what I so here here's really why I decided to to make a podcast, Dave. Mm. Um I like listening to podcasts. And so I decided to make a podcast because go. if I like listening to podcasts, people who are like me, who are the same people that I'm trying to help they're probably listening to podcasts too. Right. And that that is the God honest truth as why I decided to, to go there because um, it felt like it would be fun. It was something that I was interested in. I mean, and I have been listening to podcasts, all different kinds of podcasts for years. Um, 
And because I've consumed so many different types of podcasts, I have heard podcasts done so many different kinds of ways. Some of them are amazing and really detailed. And some of them were super simple. And I was like, there's no wrong way to do this. So let me give it a try and let me try it however I can make it happen. It's interesting. It's kind of like you have like a bunch of restaurants that you love. Yes. You go there and you know the menu inside and out. You're like, this is my favorite dish, my favorite place. I like this booth. This is my my favorite spot to sit. I love this. I love this. And then you get to be the cook. You get to go in the kitchen and make the food that you like. Yeah. As a listener, you listen to all these podcasts. You're like, oh, I love this and I love this. But now you get to put the apron on, go back behind the scenes and build your own. Yes. Like everyone. That's such a perfect analogy. Right. That's such a perfect analogy. Yep. It's exciting. And it's like you can do whatever you want. Who knew? Right. We need more of that. Like, let the people just do what they want. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I think for myself, I. I decided that I wanted it to be fun. Like I I want it to be helpful. Yes. But I believe that what I have to say is helpful in general. So I wanted the podcast to be fun for me because I have to be able to make it in order for it to reach the people and for them to get value from it. So I decided to put together a podcast that I would enjoy listening to. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So this is fun. I don't, I don't know. I don't even think I've shared this on my podcast. Uh Oh, I Um, love when I hear that statement. That's a gold mine. Go, go. Yeah. So, um, so there were some things that like questions I asked myself, I was like, okay, so what do I like? You know, know, if I'm going to build the the perfect burger, right. What am I going to put in this burger? Right. So when I'm listening to podcasts, like what do the podcasts that I love have in common? So, um, I, I love music. And so right away I decided, oh, my podcast has got to have some theme music. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and it needs, and I wanted to have an intro music and some outro music because I was like, I want it to feel like fun right at the beginning. Sets the tone, right? Yeah. You walk through the door. Yeah. Everybody exactly. knows your name. Ambiance yeah, yeah, yeah. for the restaurant, on, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I probably spent way too many hours like, researching songs and trying to find something that had the vibe I was going for. But that was a lot of fun to me. So I I have zero regrets, zero regrets. And um, you know what? Honestly, I want it. Okay. So to all the listeners right now, go to my podcast, go look it up. Life Edit Project, the Life Edit Project podcast. It's in all the places, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify. It's in all the places, right? iHeartRadio. You can get it in all the places, all the places. Um, but press play on any episode, any episode, and you're going to hear it start with my theme music and it kind of has like this slow build and then it kind of grooves a little bit. And then I have a little intro before I I start talking with the, with the topic. I want you all to go and listen and tell me if you like the music, because I have no idea if anyone else enjoys it as much as I do. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Okay. I have to ask, where'd you find your music? Oh, that's a great. um, So there's, so in my research, I 
someone on the interwebs was really kind in saying find royalty free music yeah. so that uh, you know you don't have to pay for it and you don't get in trouble you don't get run into any copyright issues Good. so i went to a website called mixkit m i x k i t mixkit and they have a bunch of um it's kind of a, a, a an audio library of yeah royalty free sounds there, there's some sound effects and there's music and you can search them kind of by genre or by mood by tempo all that stuff um and so i started kind of poking around through the library that was closest to the field that i was going for and i found one that i thought was decent and i stuck with it nice. so that's been my theme music for season one i love it i love it um one thing we talked about in our pre-chat was defining what good is. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing I tell everybody is when you're creating your podcast for the first time, there's a lot of things you got to do. You got to pick artwork. You got to pick music. Yep. If you're going to have music in your podcast, you got to pick a theme. You got to pick all of this stuff, Good, like yeah. an interview, not interview. So I tell everyone, go listen to a bunch of other podcasts, go look at their artwork yes. and make up for yourself. What does good look like? Yes. So that you have a filter to decide what your podcast is going to look and sound like. And the one thing that I like too, is you mentioned, people say when you create a podcast that you have to create this podcast for a fake person that you mm. create, who's your ideal audience. Mm -hmm. I get that. But I just created the podcast that I wanted to listen to. Me, I'm the person. Right? <laughs> right? I, I didn't want to talk to a fake person with some fake name and job and, uh, marital status, whatever, right. education. I just created the show I wanted to listen to. And yes. if you you like my show, guess what? Good chance you're going to like me. Yeah. Because my show is me. It's not yes. for that person. It's for me. I'm being completely selfish making yes. this show. And I'm going to talk about the stuff that I want to talk about, not what my avatar wants me to talk about. That is I don't even know who that is. I, I want to talk about what I want to talk about. If it interests me, and you like my show, we're probably going to get along as a listener and as a community because people come for the content. They stay for the host. I am they so stay glad for you. you. Said this. I am so glad you said this. So I had this thought, maybe, maybe it was about two weeks ago. So, okay. And by the way, my podcast, I publish weekly episodes, new episodes drop on Wednesdays, every Wednesday. So for the last 21 weeks, I released a new episode every Wednesday. It's why I haven't missed one. I'm so awesome. proud. Good. So, um, so I had this thought. So, you know, like I said, I, I just wrapped up season one of this podcast and it just occurred to me, maybe around episode 18, that because I've been doing solo episodes, what I have built is an audience full of people that like my voice. Right. And that's in comparison. And this is and this is not shade to people who do like the interview style podcasts. Right. Yeah. Because I love those two and I listen to those two. But when I started thinking about the podcast that I listen to the most and the podcast that I enjoy the most and that I follow the most consistently, they're not the shows where their format is bringing on a new guest every single week 
And I, I like those, but I'm going to go through and I'm going to pick and choose who, yeah. you know, which of those episodes I want to listen to. Right? right. Because the topic might jump around or the conversation might jump around or maybe I've never heard of their guests and maybe their title isn't very good and it doesn't, you know, pique my interest. But for the shows where it's mostly, you know, one host or, you know, co-hosts, right? Because I listen to shows with co-hosts that are talking together, you know, every week. Um, but when I listen to those shows, I have the same host or co-hosts and they're the ones that are talking. Like, I feel like I get to know those people, right? Like yeah. I am looking forward to what they have to say. I'm remembering what they said last time. And so when they make callbacks to previous episodes, I'm like, yeah, I remember that. Right. And it's almost like I'm talking back to them yeah. and I enjoy those so much. And so I, I created, well, so I didn't set out to do solo episodes because I wanted people to like come for my voice. Yeah. I started out doing solo episodes because it was easiest for me because coordinating interviews with other folks is just one more layer of complication. Um, but what I ended up realizing when I, I don't know, I was looking at my analytics or something and realized that I've, you know, got more and more listeners and, you know, more and more downloads. And I was like, wait, all of these people are coming back for me, not for guests that I'm bringing on because right. there are no guests. Yeah. I was like, wow, like, wow. <laughs> I agree. It's wild. What I like when I have, okay, that's why I have seven shows because I feel like I paint myself in the corner. One of my podcasts is all interview. Mm -hmm. Every, every week is a new guest. And so what happens in that show is you hear my voice maybe 20% of the time. Yeah, 15% of the time because my I put all of the focus on my on guest. That's and it's an author podcast. I'm not an author, so who am I to talk about anything to write a book? I have no idea. So yeah. you're my you're my guest host or guest on my show. I am going to put the spotlight on you. So I talk very little in that show. So nobody in none of my listeners really know me. All they know is my guest. Right. And for me, I'm like. Okay, that's I like it for what it is because I want to support authors and get people to buy their books. That's right. the reason I'm not there to grow my influence, I guess you could say. I don't like that word, but uh, I'm not there to grow who I am. I'm here to grow others. That's the point for that. So, but then I'm like, that doesn't that doesn't scratch this itch over here where I want to get on and do solo episodes. Yeah. But then I just go create another podcast. That's what I do too many yeah. times. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I love. I love the fact when you do a solo episode, people fall in love with you. When you do an interview, people fall in love with your guests. Yeah. So if you can do a blended one or one of the other or both, that's yeah. kind of cool. So, yeah, I love when people connect with you. Did you have any problem in the first five episodes hearing yourself back and going, oh, oh wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Sure. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me right now. There's no one else. I feel really exposed. Yeah. People knowing oh, why. Okay. That that's the that's the perfect word. Um so I I mentioned that I'm a recovering perfectionist. Yes. Which meant which means that sometimes I slide back into this place where if I'm not careful, I am I default to holding myself to almost unattainable standards of doing something perfectly. P.S. Perfect is not a real thing. So, <laughs> mm. so which is why perfectionism is so challenging. Um, but where I landed 
is I script out my podcast shows because I got so stuck trying to just talk from the heart and I didn't like the way my voice sounded when I was doing that. Now, and this is so weird. It's so bizarre because I've done a bajillion like live streams on social media where I'm not reading a script and I've got, you know, a couple of bullet points, maybe jotted down on a notebook or on a sticky note and I'm just going off the cuff. And I've done, you know, live streams where I'm literally just ranting. I'm like, here, here's something I want to talk about. And then whatever comes out of, out of whatever pops into my mind is what comes out of my mouth. Right. And, and I have, I'm not a shy person. I have zero fear of public speaking. I've never met a microphone I didn't like, right? Those are not my problems. But there is something about doing a podcast and a podcast episode where I got really stuck on what my voice sounded like and I couldn't like hit publish on an unpolished episode. And so to solve for that, I just decided I'm going to go ahead and write scripts for all of my episodes and read. And fortunately, I don't, I don't read, I don't talk I, when I'm reading. I don't sound like I'm reading. Yeah, good. So good. It, it were, and I also write the way I talk. So yeah. it's easy. Uh, and I, and over the season, I have done more and more ad-libbing over my script, which is cool. And I don't mind it, but I have to get that script so that I can just get past the uhs and ums and not end up doing so much editing on the back end. So yeah, I, I struggled a lot with that process and that balance in the beginning. And in the beginning, it also meant that it took me hours and hours to write those scripts for what ends up being like 25 minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one of my friends, I say friends and I like being able to say that by the way, um, started out as a listener to the show, uh, created her own podcast um, based on listening to this one, which makes me so happy. I love that. I know that she listens to, she'll be listening to this episode. And she is a struggling perfectionist as well. Mm-hmm. And that she's self-admitted. She knows that she will spend hours on editing, hours on content, hours on everything. She just wants to do good. She just wants right. it to be good. Right. Her name is Whitney Knox Lee. She has the Impostrix podcast. Which I am a fan of. Uh, right. And that is crazy. <laughs> Hi, Whitney. <laughs> Hi, Whitney. Which, okay. And I think that blew me away when we talked and you mentioned that you were listening to it or something. I think you showed me your phone, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, that is so surreal. Anyways, Whitney Knox Lee is probably one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Uh, I would like you to talk to Whitney because I know she's going to be like going like, oh, my gosh, they're talking to me right now. Um, Talk to Whitney and maybe have a little moment of perfectionism between the two of you. Any words of encouragement for her as she kind of works through her perfectionist syndrome? Yeah. So fun fact, I actually have a whole podcast episode about perfectionism in season one. (laughs) I believe it is episode... Ooh, I think it's Ooh. episode 18. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up while I'm saying mm-hmm. this. Of course. Um, no, it's episode 19. Episode 19 of the Life Edit Project podcast. And it's called Perfectionism versus Excellence. Ooh. Yes. Fun episode. And and 
I decided to do that episode because I'm talking to a lot of perfectionists and I talk about perfectionism in multiple episodes, but I didn't talk about it directly and focus on what perfectionism is and how we get wrapped up in it and what we can do instead. So that's what that whole episode is about. It's about not lowering your standards, right? Because perfectionists tend to be really proud of being perfectionists because they think it means that they're they're holding themselves to producing a really high quality of work. And I have to that I have two things to say. One is that it is possible to do really amazing valuable work that is full of imperfections. There um we have this this assumption that perfect is better than imperfect. Mm. And it's not actually the truth. Mm. Um, And this conversation is a great example of, you know, how I'm stumbling over my words right now. Right. I've got weird pauses and, you know, I'll start (laughs) saying one word when I mean something else. And I go back and I start saying it again. And, um, you know, because this is what conversation looks like between two human beings. Right. Mm, Right. But people have amazing, valuable, life-changing conversations all the time that are not rehearsed, that are not planned, and that are fulls are full of ums and ums and stumbling over words, right? right. Yeah. Perfect is not in and of itself better than imperfect. So that, that's one thing. But the other thing that I always want perfectionists to remember is that when they're telling themselves that they can't move until they've reached this really high standard, what usually ends up happening is that they're not putting their thing out into the world. They usually just end up stuck and maybe even procrastinating, right? Instead of shipping their work and producing impact. And so when your standards are so high that your impact is zero, Again, the perfectionism is not serving you, right? And yeah. and your standards are actually forcing you to deliver way lower than what you intend. Um, and so, shooting for excellence, and you know, in the podcast episode, I talk a lot about what excellence really is, and what perfectionist is, and how to kind of unravel it, and you know, keep yourself on track with excellence. And you have to practice it, right? So, if you have been, you know living your life to perfectionist standards for years, you're not going to unravel that in a day, right? Perfectionists want to drop their perfectionism perfectly the first time they try. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. And that's a trap, right? Yeah. So um, yeah. So Whitney and any other perfectionist that's out there trying to put amazing work out into the world, just remember that your imperfections can also be super helpful. Wow. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. And again, hi, Whitney. I know you're listening. Um, that's one thing, too. Okay, I got to ask you, have you had an opportunity yet to interact with a listener to your show that you've never met in person? And you've heard back from them from some kind of contact, maybe through social media or email or something. Some kind of feedback has come back to you beyond a number on your screen of how many people listen. Has that happened yet for you? A, a little bit, a little bit. Okay. Um so I have I have some friends in real life <laughs> that I get to see in person who will listen to the podcast and they'll let me know, you know, sometimes they'll text me and they say and they'll tell me that they're listening. Um, or I've got one friend 
uh, I would sometimes, uh, we both would work remotely and I would stop by our house and she'd say, oh, while you're here, let me go ahead and put on this week's episode and listen to it in front of you. And I'm like, that's, well, that's weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, I'm glad you're listening. Um, and I think there was um, another commu- a Facebook group that I'm in that is focused on like women and mental health challenges. And one day I decided to drop the link for my podcast in that group saying, hey, folks, you know, I talk about some things, maybe it'll be helpful. And one person actually responded. She DM'd me and she said that she listened to a few episodes and she said that it was helpful. And because of whatever it was that she heard, she now was inspired to take action and start her own, I think, business, I think was the thing that she was sitting on. I was like, wow, I I don't know her. I had never talked to her before. Um, she didn't, you know, ask me, can you help me with this thing? I just yeah. dropped the link and she went ahead and listened to a couple of episodes. And this was a couple of months ago. So I I had fewer episodes under my belt, but she got something valuable out of it. And I thought that was amazing. Is right now I'm working on a little mini series on my podcast, the Odd Podcast series, but I'm doing the Appleseed series. Now, I don't know if I've, you've ever heard this quote before. It's not mine, so I didn't, can't take credit for it. But you can count the number of seeds in an apple, but you can't count the number of apples in a seed. I love that quote so much. <laughs> okay, so okay, so go back to Whitney for a second. Whitney found my podcast somehow. I have zero idea. Like she told me once, I have no idea how she found me. She found my podcast. She heard me saying on the show, go to my website at a podcast.ca. There's a little speak pipe icon. You can record a message. Send it to me and I'll put you in the podcast. I say it over and over and over and over. It's a free thing you can add to your website. It doesn't cost anything. You get an email and you get an attachment. You can download it or you can listen to it. You can actually respond audibly to it as well. You can have an audio conversation back and forth outside of social media through email, which is awesome. I put it in in my signature so you can leave me a voice message right from your email. It's free. It's free. 90, you get 90 seconds free. You can go to a paid plan and get five minutes, right. but I don't need that. 90 seconds. It's free to everybody. So I said, I keep saying it. Try it, try it, try it. She's like, whatever. You know, he's not real. He's not going <laughs> to respond. And every week I do it again and again and again. I got to the point where I annoyed her enough to do it. She left me a voice message with zero expectations. And I responded right away. And she's like, okay, I guess he's real. Because we have this awesome. perception, right? We don't know. Right. I, don't, I, I hear you on, in my ears. I don't know right. who you are, what type of person you are. Do you have a team of 100 behind you? Right. Are, are, is everyone behind the camera right now drinking lattes? You know, yeah. uh, your whole team there helping you? No, like I have right. zero idea of any of that. Yeah. So the impact, though, so going back to the apple seed part, that you can't count the number of apples in a seed goes to impact. Yeah. And to know that an episode or two or three that I created that helped Whitney start her show ended up being a podcast that's on your phone. Right. Where you can now connect with Whitney and Whitney can connect with you from my humble episodes that caught her attention and told her you can do this. Yeah. You already know about her because of the impact that I've had to some degree with her 
hasn't had an impact on you. So that blows my mind. It's wild. When you look at your numbers, and even if you see five listens, and people are like, oh, five listens. Is this even worth my time? Five. If one of those five was Whitney, who created a podcast that you found and you listened to and it had any impact on you, you don't know that she connected with me. Right. You don't, you haven't made that connection. Right. So I look at my numbers, whether they're one, five, 10, 20, whatever listens. And I go, that was just a small representation. That's one seed out of an apple. It's That's not, so it's a, it can turn into a tree and produce apples for years. This is that so makes good. me so excited, really, that that could happen from from creating a podcast. So when you look at your numbers, and when I when people reach out to me, they're like, "Dave, I don't have a hundred thousand listens. I don't get a thousand listens in seven days. I'm not a success. I'm going to stop." I'm like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute." They're like, "Only oh, got five listens every week. You get five listens. Yeah, sometimes six and ten. Now imagine a room." with five chairs and every chair has a person in it. Yeah. You walk up to the microphone and you look down at all these five people there and go, Oh, there's only five of you. Oh, it's not really worth my time. Okay. Right. Sorry everyone for wasting your time. I'm going to go now. Yeah. We showed up for you. Right. You've had an impact on us. We've taken that impact and then we've gone now and impacted others. Yes. So you can't measure that number. Yeah. You can't measure your impact number. Yeah. I, I that's so helpful. Um, so one of the things, so I researched a lot when I was getting ready to start my podcast because I didn't know anything about podcasting. And, you know, that's, that's a whole journey in and of itself. But one of the things that I didn't research was podcast analytics because I decided right up front having analytics goals, like it wasn't a goal that I had. Like, I don't know what the numbers are supposed to mean. I mean, intellectually, I know what a downloads number means, right? I know what, you know, reach means. Like intellectually, I know what those terms mean. But as someone who wasn't a podcaster, who had zero experience with podcasting, I don't actually know what the impact of those terms means. And so because I didn't know what it all was supposed to mean, I had no way to evaluate what good was or better was, right? And so I decided, oh, great. I don't have to care about that. (laughs) I I just don't have to care about it. (laughs) Yeah. Because remember, I decided I'm going to create a podcast that I would want to listen to. And I decided that like, I was doing a good job if my coaching concepts found their way out into the world through an audio platform. That's it. Like that is where I set the bar for you're doing a good job for myself. That's it. And now I will say this, like I look at my numbers and I, I probably look at them maybe, maybe twice a week. Um, I don't commit any of them to memory because I'm curious about them, but I still don't actually care about them. Mm -hmm. But I find that it's fun 
to notice that numbers are going up, yeah. whatever those numbers are, right? So if it's number of total downloads, that number only goes up. It never goes down, which is fun. So it's always fun to look yeah. at that number. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it can stay the same, right? It doesn't always move, but it's never going to go down. So it only goes up. So whenever it goes up, I, I get that hit of dopamine. I say, yay, someone is listening. And um. Sometimes I look at my followers number and I can see that that number is going up. And I liked what you said about like, you know, those people are showing up for you. And that just that thought right there gives me the warm and fuzzies. Like I've got, I don't know how many followers. I honestly don't know how many followers. <laughs> I have. It might, it might be 30. It might be 40 have zero clue, but like if 40 people are showing up for me every week, right. holy moly, right. for me, that's, that's, I love that. That's a beautiful thing. And I know for a fact that what I talk about on my podcast episode, it's not, I'm not there to entertain the people. Although sometimes things do get rather hilarious. I will say that, <laughs> but like, I'm not there like just for their entertainment. I am giving people things to, to help them think about their lives differently and things that will shift their whole perspective on their own lives. I know for a fact that if someone is absorbing what I'm saying, it's going to change their life in some way. Might be a small change, could be a big change, but I know for a fact I'm putting out life-changing content. So if I've got 35, 40 people showing up, taking in my life-changing content, then the numbers don't mean anything because they're not measuring. There's no measuring stick for that impact that I'm having. Yeah. Like the, the analytic hasn't been designed that can track the impact that I'm having. Yeah. And when we talk numbers, everyone seems to get really nervous around numbers because everyone wants to give a facade that they're really successful when a lot of it can be smoke and mirrors. The one thing that makes me a little bit shake my head when I think about numbers and everyone's pursuit for more is that sometimes for a number to count, for a listen to count, it's like less than a minute mm. of people listening to your show. Mm -hmm. And like, and that counts like, okay, you got to listen. They only listen for, you know, 45 seconds and then they jump for something else, but you mm -hmm. got a, you got a number. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you put an hour into your show and somebody listened to 45 seconds. Right. You didn't even get past your song right. at that point. Right. right? Yeah. And then you're yeah, done. I'm point. done. They, yep. You're like, yep. oh, celebrate that number. Music. You got a, you got a <laughs> download. I look at my phone and I have subscribed to a bunch of podcasts and I have a little folder on my app and their episodes go right into my folder waiting for me to listen to. I've got mm -hmm. 30 episodes to listen to. I haven't listened to a single one of them. Yeah. But the host got credit for it. Ooh. So has their content changed me? No, because I haven't heard it yet. Ooh, but they've already they're already celebrating the win of that I downloaded their episode. But, but see, does that make you feel weird? It's like they didn't even hear so it. That's interesting though. So thinking about impact. So on the one hand, like if you're if you're trying to be objective about the numbers, right, the number like the math maths, right, like it's a download, even if it's not a listen. So it counts. Right. But here's why I don't even think that's a pro that that has to be a problem is because 
you've opted into, like when you subscribe to a podcast, even if you're not listening to it regularly, you've decided in advance that there's some value there or that True. you care enough that you True. want to be able to find that podcast easily in the future because there might be something worthwhile. Yeah. And I actually think this is this is a really helpful. Ooh, ooh, ooh this is so good. Okay. So <laughs> you can't put time limits on the impact, right? Yeah. So just because I'm putting out podcast episodes every week doesn't mean that someone is setting aside time to listen to me every week. But what can happen is that someone finds my podcast in week 21 and they binge six, seven weeks worth of content. Right. Right. And so the episode that I put out, the very first episode I put out back in May of 2023 has still has the potential to impact somebody 10 years from now. Good point. Because it's there. Yeah. Right. Um, and and even if 10 years from now, I'm talking about something totally different and maybe I've moved on to a different podcast. Right. And maybe I'm not even a life coach anymore, although I totally don't see any version of life or that <laughs> thing. Like just knowing that me taking the time and the effort to put my ideas out there means that I have the potential to impact people long after I've stopped doing this is so incredibly motivating. I want to go make a whole new episode now. (laughs) I love, I love that you say having subscribing and following a show and having their episodes just sitting there is still impact. Yes. Right. The, I think the, the big thing, my takeaway is I just want people to hear, I want people to hear this episode and hear you and go and a light bulb go off and go. Yeah. So I do. I, and I would love to see one other new metric being how many episodes were listened to, to the very end, mm, to mm-hmm. the very last second. Mm-hmm. And that one, that'd be a measurement that we all have as a common mm-hmm. measurement. Because mm-hmm. if we only count the 45 seconds as success, then we'll make 45 second episodes and be done, which is so easy, right? Yeah. Hi, everybody. Okay, have a great day. Bye. Yeah. Done. There's my episode. I'm done. Yeah. That's so easy. I can make those all day. Yeah. Um, I would love to have that metric and then us all compare that metric. How long did people listen to your episode? Yeah. Right to the end? That seems to be more of a success metric to me that somebody got to hear my guest to the very end, someone resonated with the content to the very end, somebody listened and had value to the very end. Yeah. That means something to me as a host. Yeah. To do all the work we do behind the scenes that nobody really understands, to know that somebody found enough value and made time in their day or their week to listen to the entire thing brings me a lot of joy. And when I see that number getting better, that Mm. tells me I'm doing something better. Yeah. And that's I'm getting better at what I'm doing. Okay. If if I have a 30 minute show and everybody ditches at 15 minutes, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I either need to look at that 15 minute mark and go, what's happening right there? Am I talking about my cat now? And I used to be talking about, you know, helping you be, live a better life. And now I'm talking about Mr. Snuggles. Like who maybe that maybe I need to take that part out. Or I just start making 15 minute episodes. Maybe that's my mm-hmm. audience. Yeah. And then make two of them instead of one 30 minute episode. 
do it twice yeah. a week. Maybe that's the answer. Yeah. I don't know. But looking at the numbers does give you a little bit of insight to who yeah. your audience is. And the moment you get that person, like Whitney, who reached out to me, leaving me a voice message and going, I don't even know if you're going to respond to me. Seems like a big scam, but here we go. Mm -hmm. You hear that voice that says, you know, Elizabeth, your podcast really means something to me. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You will do this happy dance. Um, I know there's one person who listens to my show. His name is Keith and he lives in Ireland and he listens to my podcast when he walks his dog along the beach. And uh -huh. I'm like, I see Keith in my mind when I talk uh, on the microphone yeah. because I know he's going to hear me. I see Whitney. Yeah. Because I know that she's in her car and she listens. And then when she gets to work, she listens later. She continues later when she gets to her desk. I know these people. And that brings me a lot of joy. So, you know, I, I love how you just framed analytics. Um, so I think if someone is a perfectionist and they're thinking about starting a podcast, it's going to be very easy to get caught up in using the analytics to get stuck or to beat yourself up, right? And to and to find that um, find proof and evidence that you're not as perfect as you should be, right? Mm. Just because the analytics are never what we think they should be, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what if that's not the point of analytics? What if the point of analytics is just to give us information so that we can tweak, right? And fine tune the podcast product that we're making so that it's better serving what our listeners are looking for, right? So just like the example that you just gave, I've got a 30 minute podcast and everyone's falling off at minute 15. That's information that tells right. you, right, that you're not serving your audience in that second half of the episode. So then you get to make a decision about what to do, right? And I, and I, so what if we assume that all the analytics were providing us that type of feedback, right. right? Like the point isn't to say this is how good you're doing, but rather to point us into the direction of here's what is working and here's what's not working. Mm -hmm. And now what are you going to do about it? Yeah. So if you want a really quick way to double your downloads and double your audience, um, do two episodes a week. Right. Oh, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> there you go. You just did it. Done. Right. You just doubled your listening audience because you do two instead of one episode. Yeah. There you go. Done. You know, so that's interesting. So one thing that <laughs> I noticed, I actually did this. So when I was looking at my analytics, okay, so I mentioned that I dropped new episodes every Wednesday and I've never missed a Wednesday all season. However, I have not been totally consistent at what time the episodes are published on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and the perfectionist in me feels like they should always release at the same time every week. But I'm kind of glad now that I haven't done that because I have a little bit more information. The perfectionist in me was kind of beating myself up for not consistently publishing every single Wednesday episode at the exact mm. same time, right? So in my head, I had this vision that in a perfect world, I would wave my magic wand and I'd be able to finish up every podcast episode and have it pre-scheduled and ready to roll out way in advance. And there would be nothing that ever got mm -hmm. in the way and nothing that went wrong. That's not at all what happened. Life you know, is life. And my commitment to podcasting kept me consistent 
And I made sure that I always got an episode out every Wednesday. But sometimes when I had my act together and I was super organized, the episode would be scheduled to publish at like 6 a.m. my time, which is Eastern time. And then there were other times where I think the latest I got it up was maybe 12 noon. And yeah, not a huge variation, right? Like it wasn't like Wednesday night, but several hours difference. And, you know, through uh, over a season of 20 weeks, you know, it was maybe three or four different times. So what I noticed, though, when I went back and kind of looked at some of the numbers is that my numbers were higher for listens sooner, like within the first day of publishing the episode, when I published that episode, like before 8 a.m., So for me, the lesson was that I think there are people, regular listeners who are listening to my podcast as part of their morning routine on Wednesday mornings, which I think is so fun to imagine like that person that's listening to me, maybe on their commute to work or while they're putting on their makeup or, you know, cooking or washing dishes or something in the morning. And I am part of what's helping them start off their day on, you know, with the energy that they want to start it with. And I love that. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I would never know. I would never have that insight. I would never have that thought if I didn't have kind of the quote unquote mistake of publishing episodes at different times. And a lot of that consistency, I think, helps us as podcasters to be in a routine as much as our listeners are in a routine. Right. Because yeah. we need to make sure that we're we're keeping our stuff going forward. Um, and the beauty of it in podcasting is people listen whenever they want to. So if you stress out right. over hitting that mark and that's your thing, you put something out because you you don't want to miss that moment in time, but you're not happy with the quality of what you did. That's not serving anyone. So if you're a little right. bit late, give yourself some grace. Because your episode might come out at Wednesday at 6 a.m. I might not hear it till Saturday at 3 p.m. That's when I hear your show. So, you know, as long as you're there for my Saturday 3 p.m. when I normally listen, because you've built the expectation that your podcast is regular, then I'm going to build my world around you. Just like television or whatever, you kind of structure your world around it. And I come from the the past where we didn't have... (laughs) You know, hold on to this. We didn't have like a way to capture the moment. And if you weren't there Thursday at 8 p.m., you missed you everything. Missed it. So I remember those days. Right. <laughs> so I remember like making the mad dash when the commercial went on to try to use the restroom and try to make it back before the first, yeah. you know, scene right. <laughs> yeah. after the so, break. And I also came from a world where we didn't have remotes. So you actually had to get up and go to the television and. So uh, now I feel really old. So uh, let's stop there because I don't want to get any older right in front of everyone. Yeah, right. um, thank you for being part of the podcast. Um, I love talking this to guests, co-hosts, so fun. because again, the world has a lot of Dave and we need some other voices to identify with and learn from. And I just love having you here. So I want to have you back just so you know. So Please do. I would love to come back. I think this has been so much fun. And uh, look, I have a lot to say. (laughs) If you're going to let me talk, (laughs) I'm going to come back. It feels like you've come back just for this episode. When I listen back, I'm like, this feels like we've reconnected just over this particular episode itself. So I love that. Um, Tell everybody where we can find you. And after that, 
got one more question for you before I let you go. But where do we find you? Where are you most active on social media? Your podcast, again, tell us about the world. Come on, let's go. Yes, yes. So my home on social media, is, I'm in all the places. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. I'm even on that new Threads yeah. app. Yeah. Um, and I'm on Twitter, which I still call Twitter. And my handle for all of those places is the same, at Life Edit Project. All one word, no weird spaces. Um, so you can catch me wherever you like to hang out on social media. I spend the most time on Instagram and I love to post in my stories, things that don't show up in my feed. So if you ever see that my stories are lit up, go check it out because it's usually something good or inspirational or a little peek into my life. Uh, my podcast, uh, the, actually the best place to find my podcast, it's in all the places where you would listen to podcasts, but the best place to get it is to go to my website lifeeditproject.com slash podcast. And on that page, you can stream the latest episode directly. And I've also got instructions on how you can leave a rating and review for my podcast on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And I don't know if I've said this yet. So here's what I love to do. So I love anyone who takes the time to listen to my podcast. But if you leave me a rating and review, on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you get to be one of my listener bays. And I feature a listener bay on on. every episode of my podcast, one a week, if I've got a new review to share. Because my listener bays took the time out to do something special for me, so I like to do something special for them. What a great idea. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Okay. Um, Here's a question I've been working through personally, and I want to throw it to you to because I'm really curious what your answer is going to be for this. Okay. Not podcasting related at all. You ready? Ooh, okay. Give it to me. What do you hope that people say about you when you leave the room? Oh, I hope that people say, man, I always just feel so much better when she's around. Or I want people to say, man, she makes me feel like I can handle anything. Like, I don't want people so much to say something about me, but I want people to leave with a sense of how I've impacted Mm. them. Like, I want them to be thinking about themselves differently because of their interaction with me. That's what I want. It's interesting, right? Yeah. I have never, no one's ever asked me that question before, but that's absolutely what I want. So my answer to this question as well, and this is why I'm saying I'm working through it. I want people to know that Dave was a collector of people Mm. that connections with people, helping other people connect, building a community one person at a time. Like you're, you and I are meeting doing this. How would we have ever met otherwise? So every time I do an episode like this, I do put my podcast out there. I do whatever I do. I'm on a mission to collect more people in my life. And I think that's my guiding light right now is how many more people can I connect? Not just getting a random listen from my podcast. That's great. Thank you for listening to the show. But I'd much rather talk to you. I'd much rather do this than just to look at a stat and go, "Huh, I have success. I think success comes when you can speak to somebody one-on-one and hear their story and connect with them like we're doing right now. So I feel like I collect people and 
I'm I'm so happy to add you to my collection of amazing people <laughs> that I get to talk to. So thank you for being part of the show. I love that. I love that. I you know what? I think that's already been my experience mm. of you. Okay, now I'm getting emotional. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you for being part of the show. And again, please come back. All right. I will. Okay. I'm going to come back. Right. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm also, you know what else, Dave? I'm going to send some good folks. Please. For you to oh, come on. Yes. Okay, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm always open to that. So thank you for doing that. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, everyone, yeah. make sure you check out the show notes. Make sure you love and support our great guest co-hosts who give of their time and go above and beyond what, what what's required of them as a guest co-host. Um, thank you so much for being part of the podcast. Thanks, Dave. Hey, it's Dave jumping on here at the end. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for listening to the How to Podcast series. Putting this out there for you. You're starting a podcast and you're like, Dave, the technology is giving me a headache. This editing thing is, I don't know, it's banana pants. I can't figure it all out. Um, and you're thinking, if there was somebody who could help me with my podcast, I would pay them to do the editing for me. Guess what? I'm actually doing that. I have clients now past guests who've been on the show on one of my other podcasts on this podcast I'm doing some podcast consulting I'm doing podcast editing I'm helping with people launching their podcast getting it all the technology stuff all getting your podcast and all the players helping you with your YouTube channel your website oh it just goes on and on it goes on and on and I would love to help you so instead of going to Fiverr or Upwork, I've I've been on there. I keep trying to get on for jobs and nobody's paying attention to me. And I'm I need attention. <laughs> I would rather work with you as a listener of the show. So here's what I'm saying. Go to howtopodcast.ca, leave me a voice message, tell me what you need, and let's work out something that works for you and your budget. And if you need full service or you just need Something quick like a drive through type service. I'm there for you. I got you. And if you like what you hear on any of my seven podcasts, I can do that for you. I can. And I'd love to work with you. Because you are amazing. And I'm there to help you, whatever you need. How to podcast.ca. Reach out. Let me know what I can do to help you with your podcast. Thank you for listening. Catch you on the next episode. Take care.